Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Hey, High Flyers and High Fivers, your boy High Five Tom. Uh, I just want to do a little bit of housekeeping real quick here and do a little preamble before we get into the conversation uh, with Trent. Uh, awesome conversation. Uh, we do get sidetracked a few times, which is awesome. Uh, a lot of fun information in here, not just about the Windy City Classic, uh, but a lot of rich history uh, in AAW and uh, some things that people may not know of. Uh, but also, um, when Trent and I finished up, we realized we actually didn't mention the date. Uh, the AAW Windy City Classic 2022 uh, is taking place Friday, November 25th at uh, the 115 Bourbon Street in Marinette Park, Illinois. Um, you know, anyone that's listening to Hi-Fi Tom or, or talking to me, uh, 115 Bourbon Street is definitely pretty much top five favorite venues for me. So, super stoked. Uh, enjoy the conversation. Uh, enjoy a little Hemi here. Uh, you know, this is Trent's band. Also, make sure you check out these guys. But, yeah, awesome. Once again, I just want to thank Trent again for uh, giving me the time. And uh, I hope everyone enjoys uh, the conversation. And uh, checks out AAW if you haven't before or, you know, if it's been a while, you know, check them out. Uh, they're doing great things over there and coming off with a superb card. So, thank you so much, High Flyers. Thank you so much, High Fivers. And I hope this finds everyone well. What up, high flyers and high fivers? I got my, uh, we've got a very special guest here. We're uh, my good friend Trent Sabiri. Trent, how are you this morning? I'm good, Tom. How are you doing, man? I am great. Kind of breaking down the fourth wall. Trent and I are actually recording on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Lord's Day, we're recording pro wrestling. Huh? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, we're both just kind of getting up and getting groggy, but I did want to get this out as soon as possible. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we're, uh, we got you on to talk about uh, uh, AAW's upcoming Windy City Classic. Yeah, that's the this is the golden show of the year, man. Uh, this has been one of the biggest shows in Chicago, independent Chicago wrestling. You know, since the company started, we're going mm. towards our twentieth year, and um, you know, I mean, the Windy City Classic was always like a, I mean, lack of a better term, it was the WrestleMania of the uh, you know, of of the company and of the Midwest for a long time. I mean, there was a time when we were like the one of the only games in town, so like it was definitely a a um a centralized show for a lot of that, like a lot of eyes, you know, I mean, you know, there's a lot more competition nowadays and, uh, but either way that still remains that the Windy City Classic is one of the most special shows in independent wrestling of the year. Yeah. And I think, I think I've, we've talked about this before, but let's say when I was getting back into wrestling, um, I just went back and I was like, okay, I need to research AEW. So I went back and I've, I watched all the Windy City Classic starting from the first one. So I have seen them all. It's fun to watch the old ones, man. I mean, you know, I might do something like that. Maybe I'll see if I can. The boys want to host a watch line on the old uh, AAW Twitch or something, just for a couple of the old ones, because there's some classic. I mean, there, the Windy City Classic had some awesome, awesome matches. Like some of the most, the biggest matches in AAW history are on uh, the Windy City Classics. Yeah, and the one that really I remember uh, going back to is um, Elgin versus Richards in 2011. That yeah, was, they, they were having that feud. They were having that feud all across the country. And then um actually not really. They were having mainly in Ring of Honor. And then they got to do it here. That was just I mean, I mean, they just had chemistry all from from the jump, man, those two. So it's quite yeah. great to have that too. You know, but I'll tell you what, for me especially, the Windy City Classic is my first official 2015. 
was my right. first official show as a as an AEW employee. So it's special to me for that reason too. Yeah, that's so awesome. it's, it's my anniversary. It's my uh, it's my my show anniversary this year. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, one of my probably top five favorite moments too was in 2019 when Mance won the you know won the oh. top, we all got to turn the ring. Dude, did you get in? You got in, right? You were yeah, in there. I've yeah, one in there. So, dude, what a moment! Like that photo and the moment of everybody jumping. Oh my god, I'll never forget that night. It was to me, it was so so special. And he's back for this yeah. one, you know. So I yeah. love that. That's a, that's a good lead entrance. So yeah, he, well, think about this though. Isn't that crazy to think that 2019 he wins the title? And we shut down three months later, you know, for the world. Yeah. And, um, but I'll tell you what, with old Mansur, he defended it uh, for any regions that were open. He, he, he did defend the tie. He took the belt with him wherever he could, yeah. wherever he legally could take it and work during the clo- shutdown. He was able to work and he, he took our title around. So I'll always be uh, grateful to Mansur for, for keeping the belt alive during a very difficult time, man. It was not an easy time to be a w uh, champion but he he did a great job and i'm, I'm always gonna love him for that yeah and i yeah i just saw him uh last sunday for gcw that's right yeah yeah that was other you know he, the, the, between us and them they were we were the two his two primaries you know and so um like i said he, he kept busy enough and i i always love mancer for that he was just a good dude man he he works hard yeah. he even had an injury in there he, he broke his ankle in there last year too so i mean he, he's gone through some stuff the last couple of years yeah so yeah, and that was Mansur kind of solidified our our friendship because yeah, that mm-hmm. was uh, that first live taping uh, back at uh, Villa Park. You know, you guys were taping, and then they jumped yeah. Mander and uh, they jumped Mansur, and it was funny because I was driving by at the time. Yeah, and it was in the in the shot, you could see me hitting my brake lights because all of a sudden I hear this loud chair shot. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Oh god! And yeah, I mean, and I said, so I'm like, "Oh, there's Trent." And I was like, "Oh, okay, so." So yeah, I man. forgot all about that. Oh my god! Yeah, when they did the they uh, they, they jumped those guys outside. Yeah. He beat the piss out of them. I think at one point, I think there from what I you know, here's a little inside story. There was a business next door, and the lady can't heard the commotion. She was closing up. It was late night, right? Yeah. So she was closing up shop, and there was a, there was an employee entrance in the back, and she legit thought there was a fight. And she came out afterwards. She told me to call the cops, and I said no. There's a camera in my hand. <laughs> uh, but you know, but nowadays you see a fight going on, you see a guy recording, you know, that's that's just that's that's ending up on uh Reddit or something on Twitter, yeah. you know, somebody yelling world star and they're putting a fight on TV or on, on the internet. So it, I can see where she was confused. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I just remember that too, because I yeah, I remember that and I was like, Oh, and then I looked over my shoulder, I was like, Okay, and then I rewatched them like Oh shit! There's yeah, because I mean, there's not a lot of white <laughs> Subarus with Idaho plates, you know, going to AAW shows. Like, you know. So there's yeah, not a lot of Idaho it. plates in the Midwest in general, though, man. You don't see too many Idaho plates. Oh, no, you really don't. Actually, it's funny. I forgot to tell my wife. I actually saw one in the wild on Friday. Did you? It's, yeah, it's, I was like, I was like, oh, I up to him. I'm like, huh? So yeah, I was wondering I thought, people when we drive by, they're wondering like, what are these people from Idaho doing? But we're here. I'll tell you what. I saw. I saw a Hawaii plate like a month ago and it blew my mind i mean obviously you ship it in and everything but seeing hawaii plate in the wild that's rare because yeah. that's that license plate will stand out it's got a you know got a, the colors on the rainbow on it and stuff it, it was like whoa you're way far from home you know yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. i saw alaska yesterday yeah my wife saw alaska yesterday 
Alas, yeah, it's another one. You, you don't see those, man. You really don't see those that often. That's very rare to catch some of those states. Yeah, I remember one time we were uh, driving with my mom, and my mom's got a very specific route. She likes to go home. So we drove by, and I drove by what I thought was Hawaii, but we do this like this big rigmarole to turn around. She's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? I'm like, just hold up. And then we pulled up, and I showed the wife, like, we got Hawaii finally. Mm. It's a rare one, man. It's yeah. Hawaii is probably the most rare one. Because you got you to gotta, you know, ship it on a boat yeah. to get over here. So yeah. uh, awesome to see that <laughs> whenever you just see it in the wild. Yeah, so anyway yes anyway hey, it's a talk show come on <laughs> you know, we're just i mean this is basically what we'd be talking about if we were sitting next to each other absolutely know, in uh the bar so that's right um but yeah what do you guys got for us this month for uh the big Windsor city classic well i got like i said it, it's the it's probably the biggest show the it's whatever it's all roads lead to it right and basically the tournament feeds into the classic which is always a great thing and um so we got a lot going on. So there, there's still some to be announced, but I'm gonna we're gonna run down what has been announced, and I'll start at the top of the whole thing with the main event, and that's gonna be uh, Jake Something defending the AAW Heavyweight Championship against uh, Gnarls Garvin, Big Beef, Big Beef, who, who won the, uh, the the gym lineup tournament. Now, controversial win for for it for the old school AAW fans because they you know, it was Vega and him, and a lot of people were not expecting Beef to take it. Yeah. Um, but the but the the kid did it, man. Like he's he's young, he's new, and he's awesome. He's a good dude. He's he works his ass off, you know, for a guy that size and yeah. to move around like he does. I I love him for it, and um, I think it's a great opportunity for him to to main event his first AEW show. So I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, and I'd really like to throw my hat in. I mean, Big Beef really is obviously the breakout star for AEW in 2022. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, from absolutely. Here with uh. Was it Yehi or Alexander, the first one? The first, uh, oh, the match he had? Yeah. He f- had the first one was uh, Yehi. Yeah. 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 Where, he, uh, where they knocked the camera, the camera feed, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the building, so. Uh, but, yeah, and real quick, I do want to shout out our good friend, Mr. Mike Pankow at the Windy City uh, Slam Podcast. Uh, he did have Gnarls Garvin on a couple weeks ago. Great episode. Um, I, I thought I liked Gnarls Garvin before, but after listening to have Mike talk to him, man. So everyone should check that out too. So I need to check it out. And you know, Mike and I are supposed to, I, he's been trying to get me on the show for a bit and I just have not, uh, we haven't been a line, but uh, he's a great dude. Yeah. Another guy who just really cares about the, uh, the industry and wants to help, man. So you guys are, uh, you guys are a, a rare breed, but we appreciate all you guys. Yeah. Mike's a good dude. So, and, uh, yeah, he posts my, uh, my ICW reviews on his, on his website. So nice. Yeah. Right, okay. Very cool. Track, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else we got? We got, all right, let's see. Let's pull the next one. So that was the main, uh, the women's title on the line. So Christy's back. Way to be women's champion is back at Christy Jane's. And Sierra's got the title shot. Finally, your girl is in the shot, man. This is it. Uh, I love Sierra. I've not, out of all the women I've gotten to work with at AAW, she's been one of my, probably my favorite because I've seen her rise to this match. Yeah, it's been a long road because she hasn't she hasn't gotten like frivolous title shots in, in, in you know, like here and there's or three ways or multis. She is. This has been a buildup working the alive tapings, mm-hmm. the main show to this. So that to me is like I love the story. I love that she truly I mean, this is this really is like forget forget the the realm of pro wrestling. This is truly a, a hardworking girl who who earned the shot, who earned the spot on the card. Yeah, and that's what I like about her, man. She she works her ass off, though. 
Yeah, I mean, and obviously being being the hometown girl. Yeah. She was literally her and Stacey Shadows were literally the first match I saw coming back into wrestling in 2017. Uh, really, yeah. match in Ring of Honor. Um, and just yeah, just watching her grow has been it's been awesome. So I'm I'm super psyched for. So I'm bummed I'm not going to be there, but super psyched for this, you know this opponent and and Christy James. Obviously, I mean we we sang her praises on this show. This is gonna this is gonna be a show stealer. Yeah. Yeah. You know she was not in the Christy was not at the tournament weekend because the focus is more of the tournament, but um. You know, Christy's been a little patchy um, showing up lately, which Sierra called out, which I like. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, uh, but you know, she's she's got commits, commitments on the NWA lately, and she's been busy there. But uh, but she is back, and it'll be this will be fun. This will be a fun match to see, just to, you know how how Sierra really takes the opportunity on this one. I'm I'm excited to watch. I'm I'm excited just for her to get the shot, yeah. let alone anything else that comes of it. Because again, I I think she's one of the most hardworking girls we got. Yeah, so and a, and a sweetheart in real life, but we won't talk about yeah. that. You no, know. you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yay, hi, Manders. This has finally come to head. I mean, this has been building yeah. for the better part of a year. You know, uh, the last show, Fred attacked Manders with a the mop bucket, the the mop plunger thing, <laughs> which everybody said the, for the reaction online. They're like. I've seen a lot of weapons in wrestling. I've seen the mop. I have not seen the top of the mop bucket be used in attacking somebody in my life. So. You know, and, and then you think about it, it just makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Fred's nuts, man. Yeah. Fred is, he's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You know, that, that's how I say about Fred. If you watch his promos, it's Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. 100%. You know, he's, he's, he doesn't know who the other guy is. He thinks he's he thinks he's right. He thinks he's I didn't do anything wrong. I'm, I'm I who did I hurt, you know? Yeah. That's the most talented guy I've ever seen. Um I, I mean, swear to God. He I've unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like how how good he is at what he does in the ring, outside. I mean, just not uh, like I could say he's nuts, but you already know he's nuts. But it's like he's nuts on another level of how good he is at what he does. Yeah. Like this guy's just nuts. And how are you so good of an athlete? Yeah. And he's so low key, man. He's not even like pining for contracts or pining for internet clout. No. He, he like starts and stops his Twitter all the time. Mm -hmm. He'll like shut it down for a month. Eh, I'm spending too much time. Delete it. Then come back. Eh, delete it again. I don't care. Like he's not out for clout. He yeah. just like he's out to proof to himself that he can do this shit that's the part that gets me all the time yeah with, yeah with this man i mean i was obviously very intrigued but i don't know if bourbon street can hold these two together uh i don't know man but i'll tell you what i'm doing with fred yeah hi so there you, did you see the little mini movie we put out a year ago um so yeah. so uh rob malinowski who was our our filmmaker was you know he did move away but he we still work with rob and i love him that's my it's a brother of mine but rob made up two movies the mance one and mm -hmm. yay hi and uh, I got to, I was proud of, I got to be the executive producer on both. I mean, they're, they're, they're featurettes and uh, awesome little films. And I got to work with uh, them closely on the movies. And uh, Rob made custom posters. We made custom posters for each film. Yeah. Uh, we might have some left if you, if you are interested in having them. If anybody's interested in having them, there's a Mance version and then there's a, uh, a, a Fred version. And they're, you know, and they're awesome posters. Yeah. But, um, and I, when I kept saying, I was, I'm like, I got to get, because my name's on the credits on the bottom. I got to get these signed by these guys. I see them all the time. I never bring them to get signed. It's because I want to put them on my wall back here. 
Yeah. And uh, and I, I said, okay, Vance is back. I'm bringing these damn posters. I'm bringing a marker, and they're gonna sign it for me once and for all. Because I'm like, shit, man, I gotta, I gotta get these signs. So I can, I can frame them on my wall. And um, not that I need them to be signed, but hey, if I'm seeing the guys, why not? It looks nicer. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it just helps. So yeah, I would totally take two of those. I mean, those are two of my favorites. And it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because I was, uh, like I said, I've been going back and watching um, all the, so I'm trying to get caught up. Because uh, my first show was uh, Never Say Die 2018. So I've been watching all the AEW. So I just got to unstop. What a show. Um, so that was uh, Manson, uh, Yehai's first match together in AEW. So it was Manson. What a show, show, man. I um, I love that show. I love that show. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, and I, I just literally just watched that two days ago. So. 2018 is, is one of my all-time favorite years. And we were on, I mean, the company was on fire. We, I mean, the talent we had, it's before um, another sweep of NXT raids. So, like, yeah. we had everybody, you know. And I just think creatively, 2018 was one, it was a very monstrous year for us. I And, like I said, we got Mance and Fred who came in. It's like, oh, man. It was just a very, very interesting year for us. To, to The guys who ended up becoming pillars, you know, was planted in 2018, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Brody King was champ. Uh, Sammy was chasing him. Um, you know, now look what those guys are. And uh, oh man, I have not seen full gear yet, so I'm trying to avoid some of my spurs, at least the main event. There was also this kid, only a three year pro at the time, running wild in AEW in 2018 called MJF. Oh man, that's that's uh, yeah, he's uh, he's holding some gold right now, but he's a former uh, heritage champion for us, but. Yeah, he had that feud with Ace Romero. That was what that. Yep. Uh, I'll give you a little little fact, just a little sidebar. There's a uh, there's a promo uh, from this from this show where where uh, MJF uh, in, antagonizes old AC Romero outside of Bourbon Street, and they he chases it down the alley, and it's yeah. it's actually pretty funny if you can find it online. It's uh, it's great, but this was a it's a great card, a great card. Yeah, and I'll tell you something off uh, off camera about this one too that I, I can't say on online, yeah. but I'll tell you off camera. Yeah, so it was it was just kind of fun to kind of watch his. I mean, because AEW, I mean, to your credit, obviously was one of the first people to really give MJF a platform. We were the one of the first outside of uh, when he went to Ohio to train. You know, he's a New York kid, but we, when he went to Ohio to train at the uh, OI4K, um, you know, he rolled with those guys because those guys were all over here. Like all the Ohio kids were coming yeah. to Chicago. So he was part of that crew, and uh, I will right? say this about Max, man. He's uh, he's a very respectful kid. He still appreciates very much what we what we did with him, and 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 I love him for it. He's he's a good. I mean, he deserves. I think he's one of the. He's incredible what he does. So yeah. only only the brightest for him coming up. So he was working with Rockstar down in Ohio. I don't know if it was Rockstar, but he trained out there. He okay. trained with the with the Christs and all that, and he was doing stuff out there with uh with that whole crew. You know the whole. Ohio crew, the rascals yeah. and and the the OI4Ks and Sammy and all that. So, I mean that 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 whole conglomerate of Ohio was just on fire, you know, yeah, putting well, yeah. putting guys out. Yeah, Trey, um, obviously Zach, and then Myron, um, all those guys, all Jake, those guys. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jake went through there, so yeah, because um, I got a good friend of mine that knew Rockstar pretty well. I'm not talking about another promotion, so I've been down there a few times. My dad used to live down there, so it's just seeing those guys move on to AEW was like sweet. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Chris brothers have been in AEW. They were uh, um, Irish Airborne, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Irish Airborne for a long time. They were several times tag champs. I mean, Sammy, you know, three time champion with us and storied history. And yeah, and then you know, we it's 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 the word of mouth thing, right? I mean, you you got 
you got guys with like saying, like, well, I got this kid, Desmond Xavier, you should take a look at him, you know? And, oh, cool. De- you know, he rolls with these other two guys. You take a look at them. And it's just, just down the line. Yeah. And that's how it still happens today, you know? Uh, I love stuff like that, so. Yeah. That, that, that's the magic of wrestling. It's like, it is, a, it is, a, you know, people say what they, I mean, like, you, you do get jealousies. You get a lot of, you get a lot of uh, backstabbing and talking, but there's also the other beautiful side of it of people who help each other a lot. And a guy, and I'll sidebar this real quick. Sammy Callahan to me, I've never seen anyone bang for the gang uh, as much as him. Like when he comes to his friends, he puts, he yep. tries so hard as much as he can to you get people where they can be, anywhere they can be to rise upon their career. I, I, I mean, he's done it for me. He's worn my a Hemi hat on TV. You know, like Sammy's worn Hemi merchandise. He's put me over, my band over on interviews. Like I just. He's a, he's he's selfless in that sense. You know, he's 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 very giving in that in that. And I've seen the way he just puts people out there. So a lot of guys you guys are seeing on TV today, their first advocate was Sammy Callahan. Yeah, you know, through AAW a lot of times. So that's again, it's it's just awesome to see that. So support the young kids. Is what I'm getting at with this, yeah. support all those young guys. You might not know Damian Chambers, but you'll know Damian Chambers because he's going to be a big star one day. You know, that's how it works. It's uh. Yeah, I mean, so I remember when uh, AEW was in Milwaukee at that Turner Hall show. Yeah, you know, we saw Zami, you know, get in the car, and he had five, pe- you know, five people crammed in his car. He does it all the time, man. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you guys, if you're not a fan of Sammy Callahan, be a fan of his generosity. Yeah, because, uh, you know, not to kill his character too much here, but he's he's a really <laughs> awesome dude, man. Yeah, for and sure. I, uh, I have one of my all time favorites. To me, defined defined AEW. I I can't wait to one day, I hear that fucking. That uh, that that whistle blow, you know that that his entrance music and that yeah. him come down to like motionless and white again. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even better if if JD uh, if uh, JT Davidson was is there doing the ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I miss JT. So he's on AEW now. I understand, right? He's he got I, signed there. I thought I heard. So I don't know if he signed. I thought he's made at least one appearance. He's been doing what stuff with the the former Bear Country, which I think are under a different name now. So, uh, really, yeah, Bear Country's got a new name. I think they're primarily on on Dark and and whatnot right now. Yeah, but um, he's managing them, which I think is awesome. I mean, good for yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah, I I love JT. I met that guy a few times. Um, good dude, man. Good. Yeah, dude. super. So I love the intensity. I just I just love his gimmick. So, um, yeah. So yeah. Anyways, Trent. yeah, we see sidebar like a mother right there. <laughs> but no, Manders, and I, I left off with man talking about Yehi Manders, all heart. Yeah, Steve Manders. You know this dude. We we knew him as Steve Manders. He's down to Manders now. He's, he's the Corn Belt Cowboy, whatever you call him. Yeah, I I've never seen a guy bring more heart to the company than Manders. Just pure. You'll have to kill me to stop me. Yeah. For anything like my success, I mean, this guy grinded for years driving cross country just to get seen and just to get heard and like give me a chance. Show let me show you what I can do. Yeah, dude. Once he got the stage, I mean, we he was he's incredible. I love Manders. I think Manders is and Fred is is a great example of just guys who won't. You got to kill him to stop him. You know, that's it. Yeah, and, and this has been boiling on for months. So yeah, when this finally got officially got signed, and he's throwing a dog collar match. I mean, this is yeah, that too. I forgot to mention that part of it. Yeah, 
you know, and not to blow smoke up, you know, up your uh, you and Danny's ass, but finally, you know, a gimmick match that makes sense to finally end a rivalry. Yes, I mean because I mean people throw on dog collar matches for shits and giggles. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is this one that really and truly, I mean, it makes sense with the storyline and and you know the the finality of it. So absolutely, and I think that's a fun part of it. You know, you you really get. Uh, you really get to have you really get to close your chapter if you're if you're reading a book and this is if this reads like a book, it, you get to move a chapter on with this finally or or close this book off and, and go to new because yeah. like you can't it, it's hard to go from that. I mean this has to be it right you have to stop one another here this is it <laughs> like move on now you need a new you need new enemies now because <laughs> yeah, I'm not if I'm not mistaken correct me but I think it's the first dog car match since Good Brother Three versus Jimmy Jacobs at when you see the classic. 2019 i think probably oh, because we set that one up in austin texas and we did austin and jimmy had the dog collar and he was doing something there i think it could be you're right you're right i have to look but you might you probably you probably know more than i do in that in that sense uh, and, and look how that story ended you know i mean good brother three got mance you know reinstated with aaw you know it finished this feud with jimmy jacobs and next won the title <laughs> won oh. the belt man <laughs> can't yeah. beat it and i and i love jimmy jacobs i mean watching 2012 ring of honor jimmy j that dude is a is a wrestling savant that's the bottom line oh, he's the head writer at impact wrestling right now too you know so he's a lot of the stuff i mean impact just put on an amazing have you saw the, the, the lead in the, the last third this past thursday show and then the lead into overdrive which on friday i mean there people are saying this two of their best shows yeah. Of the uh, you know of all time, and I guess that Jimmy's at the helm of that. So Jimmy Jacobs creatively is just a is 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 a. I mean he he's he's on another level of stuff, man. The guy knows what he's doing. I mean he's he's very artsy. Yeah. He's but he know, but he knows how to tell that story, you know. Yeah. And I know what I guess the guy bleeding buckets, uh, you know, for years in the Indies. I never thought he'd be the head writer of uh, of Impact yeah. Wrestling. But go figure. Yeah, dressing you know dressing out in his fur pants and everything. So but... I know. Yeah, just uh, yeah, because right now in uh, you know, my other podcast, the Ring of Honor, we're uh, covering Ring of Honor till twelve, so it's his run with Scum with Steve Carino and Kevin Steen. Um, are you going year by year in that? Yeah, so we yeah, basically every um every week we review Ring of Honor TV from the week of two thousand twelve. Oh so man, chronological. So um, twelve was a good year because eleven was a rough year for him because they lost everybody. You know, yeah. ten and eleven they lost everybody. Uh, they they everybody got signed away. Mainly, mainly, yeah, 10 and 11 were just pretty rough. But 12, yeah. they re they reignited stuff, which was fun. But Yeah, Bobby Fish just showed up, and him and Kyle O'Reilly jumped Davy Richards. But uh, Final Battles can be El Generico and Kevin Steen, which ended up being... I was there, man. So. Wait, How was that? How was really? that then? Yeah, yeah. I was a big, I'm big... I got a whole shelf over there, Ring of Honor stuff. I'm a huge Ring of Honor nerd, man. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll talk off air. I got, I got some ideas, so... Yeah, if we can, yeah, if you want to talk about that one, absolutely. Let me know. Let me know when that yeah. one comes up. Um, yeah, totally. So, okay, sorry. <laughs> like I said, folks, this is basically what happens when Trent and I are hanging out in real life. So it's, it's, it's a talk show. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're just having a conversation. So, yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, this I'm 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 stopping what I'm doing because I need to watch this one because this is going to be uh, Hartenbauer against Mike Bennett. Yes. Hartenbauer attacked Bennett. Uh, last show, and he's 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 claiming like, hey, I'm I'm making I'm gonna make a name on you, and if anyone has watched the rise of this kid Hardenbauer, 
Yeah. You know, it's it's AW loyal for, for the last couple of years. Talk about I told him this is completely sidebarred and, and breaking fourth wall here, but I said this is the kind of match careers are built on. And I said, This is this is you, you this is a shot at everything for you. And I said, This is awesome. And I'm so proud. I mean, he's 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 awesome. I mean, talk about a guy who busts his first one in, last one out of the building. Yeah. Next to Mike Petkovich, but first one in, last one out. Like he walks Hartenbauer busts his ass. And he was a regional guy for for Dreamway for a long time in yeah. LaSalle, Illinois. And uh we broke him out and he came on our platform and he 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 did what he he showed what he can do and we just kept moving with him and he's found his way with Bravo and yeah. talk about that evolving him and he just put himself in the right perfect example. And if any young wrestlers are listening to this, the perfect example of a guy, keep your mouth shut, keep your ears open. Yeah. That's what he did. He learned everything, anything and everything. And he's there and it's it's just the right. I think he's only at 30, 34, I think, Mike. Yeah. You know, he's young, you know, and a lot ahead of him. Lots ahead of him. And yeah, yeah and he's hurt. oh I'm sorry. No, that's it. It's, it's just never too I mean, just keep your mouth shut, keep your ears open. This guy is a proven commodity when it comes to that. Yeah, and like and so talking because he was on all the LaSalle, like you said, the LaSalle shows when he yeah. was on LaSalle. He was Mark Hardenbar. I'm like, okay, a little vanilla, la da da da. And I have to admit, like I said, in the past 365 days, I have done a 360 on Hardenbar, starting with that ladder match that he had with all those guys at yeah. last year. Ever since then, I was just like, all right, he, I think he finally found it. Like you can see, he found his niche. And it's it's fucking awesome. And listen, he wrestled up here one time for my buddy Joe's promotion for Fourth Wall. Man, I actually got to talk to him for a little bit and see him like kind of out of the you know um, wrestle like a, like a different style. I said for Fourth Wall, and it was awesome. I'm like I'm all in with Hartenbauer. When this match got announced against Bennett, like you said, this is a career maker, and I'm very excited. And I love Mike Bennett. Yeah, wow. both of them are great. Mike Bennett's another one who's just I mean been all over the world. Uh, you know, you don't have to like go down his resume. The guy's done everything. Right. And. uh He's one of those guys when he gets, he turns it up like when you could see the moment in a match when Mike Bennett hits the next gear, yeah, you know, because he's like he's he's a foundational guy, lays the foundation of the match. But when he hits next gear, it's like whoa, slow down, you know, like so he's great. Bennett's awesome, and I, but for Hardenbauer, man, I just I am so excited to see. You, know, it, it's like you give somebody the stage, and it's like okay, now here's your here's your spot. Let's let let me see you run with it. And I know he's gonna do great. He's just he's win or lose. The guy is the guy's gonna put everything he's got into this too. Which um, but again, he's one of those guys where it's like he was he was a local, he was LaSalle's very own Mike Hardenbauer. I mean, he was like local as local can get, mm-hmm. you know, but he grew and grew and grew, and it's just great to see him um great to see him become what he is today. And you know, you you surround yourself with good people, bravo, Vega. Yeah. You know, it's it's been awesome. And again, another guy, I'll tell you guys, any promoters who listen to this, I know a lot, you got a lot of promoters in, in, in Wisconsin listening to this. Uh book him because he is he is the most helpful guy who will never argue back with you. He'll do whatever you need him to do. Uh a great guy to have on your on your team. So on your roster. So definitely book Mike Hardenbauer. Yeah. You know, put him on your shows. So I will, yeah. I will definitely help get the word out. So I will actually message a couple people here um, after this. So cause I yeah, keep, but just it. don't book them on AAW show days because I need them oh. first. <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, this, this is gonna be a lot of fun, and you know, a little yeah. bit of history. I mean, these two have been battling for a couple months. So I it's mean, it's been going on. 
been you going know, on for a bit. Entertainment's been kind of a thorn in Mike Bennett's side for for the past couple months. So the whole the whole group, you know, like yeah, that whole that whole thing's been brewing for a bit. So uh, hey, you know, you're, you know, you're gonna get Bravo, gonna talk some shit, and you know, Bravo's gonna be there. That loud mouth is gonna say something, and he's gonna he's gonna go off off the handle and insult people and insult Bennett. You know, six ways from Sunday. Uh, so it's like. Be ready for that too. If you can't stand Bravo, be sure to boo the shit out of him when you when you see him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's gonna wear. That bastard. He's always got some crazy crazy outfits to wear. It's, I don't want whatever it's gonna it is, be. It's gonna be very bright. So yeah, very bright. The brand he wears. It's a brand called Jogel. It's like a. It was like a random like out of nowhere. Like I think an East Coast brand and called Jogel. And I guess they he started wearing them on TV and. He grew a relationship with them, and I said, <laughs> "I said, look at you, man. I, I, I gotta go with the Bravo, though. I've talk about a guy who who got his first national exposure after like after in his forties. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know Bravo's a wrestler for many years too. He wrestled a long time. Uh, he wrestled. Uh, he actually him and Danny wrestled each other years ago, like twenty years ago. You know, twenty two years ago, apparently. Yeah. Um." So I mean he was a he was a worker at but he he reignited his career as a as a ref and a manager. It's just awesome. You know, he, it's a great story too. Like love or hate Bravo. I hate that big mouth of his, but love or hate Bravo, he works pretty hard too. Yeah. I mean he's good for <laughs> he does. So I mean he does him, so. his name is John Capley period Bravo. <laughs> Don't forget that. Don't forget the E period. He will yeah, hurt you. For sure. So. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, the return, Blake Christian is back in AW, yeah. taking on Zach Wentz, who just came back last show. So, um, this this is this is your this is your basically stay out stay off the floor match. You know, like it's gonna yeah. be these guys are not gonna be on the ground too long. So, uh, enjoy the the airtime on this one. Yeah, and Jim Cornette, give your uh, I don't mean to throw shade, but get your pacemaker ready because you're gonna have a fucking heart attack watching this goddamn match. So <laughs> that just be no. If you're looking for psychology and a lot of uh, you know, a lot of stuff like that, I don't know if Jim Cornette would uh would find this match particularly up his alley, but yeah, um, but no, I mean, look, two guys. I'm, I'm excited to see Blake come back. It's always good to see a guy make his round up up there in in WWE. And get that polish, get that fine tuning that they do. Like them or not, yeah, you are. There's a they're, they're next level. They're the, they're the they're the level, right? They're the bar yeah. that you set in pro wrestling. And there's a refinement that goes on uh, when you get there. And um, I'm ex- I'm excited to see what what he's looking like now because I haven't seen anything since he's come back to the Indies. Yeah, but uh, I'm excited to see what he how different he is now, even with Zach who was up there too. You can see the difference in Zach. Yeah. The biggest, I'll, I'll let you guys in on a little behind the scenes thing. The biggest difference is just look how they work the crowd. Uh, the, the guys who have gone, who are on TV currently or have been on TV, just watch how they work you guys, how they look at you guys, yeah. how they look at the camera. They know where the hard, know where the hard camera is at all times. I'm going to tell everybody this, every wrestler who's listening to this, know where the hard camera is. Look at the hard camera every now and then, please. <laughs> it's just for your benefit. Well, yeah, and I just thought, I mean, once again, that GCW show, I mean, Blake Christian was on that show. How was he? Um, Amazing. You know, and you're in front of 75 people, you know, in a bar the size of my living room. Um, And he put all on the line, man. He had a, you know, they had a great match with him, Jordan Oliver, and uh, Alex Price, I think the guy's name is. Um, but you want to talk about two guys, like you said, both guys that were, you know, spent time in NXT. Um, But you want to talk about two guys that got something to prove. 
Um, yeah. Lay it all on the line. You know, okay. so this is another, it's going to be another, one of many show stealers for sure. So two guys coming back to the Indies, you know, after, after a run in, uh, in NXT, uh, you know, again, out to prove something you got, you got, you have to prove something. You have to show people that I'm back here and there's a reason I should work for you. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see it. They're both very talented guys. No question about it. Yeah. So, and listen, yeah, Zachary Wentz is definitely one of those, those Ohio guys that I said that I saw. I mean, yeah. I saw the guy jump off a, a taco truck in front of 40 people. <laughs> in a sweaty warehouse in Ohio, you know, yeah. at the pinnacle. So, I, you know, it's definitely one of those. I don't want to say day I've been with day one, but you know, pretty close. So if you watch, um, if you watch the last, uh, the, you know, Wentz's comeback with us last show mm-hmm. at the tournament, you could see a very different guy in there. I mean, he looked like he fought Yamato. I mean, watch him fight Yamato. It's like, you know, for Dragon Gate, it, it's like the, the, this is a mature, Zachary Wentz, who who really like knows how to how to really get in there and just and, and take a match point A to point B in a different way than you saw him before. I mean, he's not he's not you know going coming in at the fifth gear. Sorry, he he knows how to build up to to taking a match on a on a, on a trip, man. So it's I liked seeing him like this. It was nice to see like, oh man, this is this is a matured Zachary Wentz now. This is a guy that's been around now. Yeah, so. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get a different Zachary Wentz, but still that very exciting Zachary Wentz, you know. And and that's why I want to tell people it's like if you haven't seen him since his comeback, watch him and compare it to what you saw before, and you're gonna be pretty impressed. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, like you said, that's that's not gonna stay on the floor, uh, you know, on the ground very often, very quickly. So yeah, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to, man. Is this next one? It's a three on three. It's uh this that my my favorite tag team in AAW right now is oh. Shaft and Russ Jones, the the two monsters of the company. <laughs> now, if you want to talk about a complete opposite matches, uh, <laughs> this is the complete opposite of Blake Christian and Zachary Wentz. So. Oh, this is just pure. I'm gonna kill you, uh, basically. But Russ and Shaft with Heather Reckless yeah. in between them, uh, are gonna take on. Solomon Tupu, Conan Lycan, and Joe Alonzo, managed by Chuck Smooth, Smooth Operations. Yeah. This has been brewing for about four months-ish. Yeah. A lot of backstab, a lot of, lot of attacks, a lot of stuff getting in the way. But I tell you, man, if there's the one match you want to see that's just going to be just a, a vo- just the biggest fight of the holiday season. It's not going to be at your, at your dinner table with your, with your, uh, with your family members arguing over politics. This is going to be the one that you're going to see. It's going to be the biggest fight of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and you got Heather in the middle of all this too. This is where I really want her to get reckless. I'm gonna, like, I'm like, this is your match to be become reckless. Now become yeah. Heather reckless now, because yeah. you can be reckless because somebody's going to catch you. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people there to catch you. Just going nuts. Yeah, and obviously, you know, Russ Jones and Chaff, I mean, even their rivalry have been brewing for months. I oh. mean, pretty much starting, pretty much, I mean, it's been shades pretty much since it came back from the pandemic. I mean, kind of, there are shades here and there on those first live tapings, and then they kind of both worked their way up, and uh, obviously they were rabid uh, foes, and obviously, you know. I love it. I love these home. two. I've always wanted, I've been waiting for a new Road Warrior tag team to come along. Yeah. And if you saw the last match of the tournament, where they they took these poor, poor, unfortunate kids had a match against them, and uh, 
ended up walking funny later on. Yeah. They were, I, okay, watch the match. I forget, I, it slips my mind. There were two black and brave students who, who fought him uh, before they got attacked, actually, before uh, Russ and Shaft got attacked by the uh, school yeah. operations. But the match that they have, the bell rings, Russ kicks the one kid in the face right away. You see the kid hit the corner, and he hits back, and he looks at his partner and just does the, holy fuck. Like, he just, <laughs> this was not, guys, this was a pure holy, this was a pure reactive, like, yeah. holy shit. Like, what, what have I got myself into? You know? yeah. <laughs> I should have went for that law degree like my mom told me. You know, like, that's what that thought was. <laughs> like, it was, they, I, it was nuts. I mean, it was pure. If you love the Road Warriors, if you grew up on the Road Warriors, uh, the Legion of Doom, you're gonna love Russ and Shaft because that's that's what this is now. It's two yeah. big muscle guys who can just fight. Yeah. So. And uh, real quick, this is, I know there's no chance Jamie Joss is ever gonna listen to it, but you never know. But I know our um, Shaft comes out to hate breed, so Justin needs to write a, th- a theme song for Shaft because that'd be perfect. I I hope that Shaft gets to the point where he's national enough that Justin, you know, does. Take notice of it and write a song for him because I, I, uh, I will tweet at him again. You never, you never, never know. The, I mean, I don't have any reach, but the uh, problem is that that Shaft's not on Twitter. He will not go on Twitter. I have asked him a hundred times. I go, yeah. can you just like make one that we can tag you? And he goes, ah, I don't want it, man. Way <laughs> too negative. Way too negative. I, was like, I don't need that shit in my life. Shaft is an interesting character. He like he's he's nuts. Like yeah. he, he, I mean, he's, he's a former, um, uh, he's a Marine, I believe. He's a military guy, uh, tough as nails, you know. But I tell you what, he he's intense as shit. But when he's, when he needs to, like, like he needs to, like he says, like I need, I need to balance myself mentally because I'm a, he's like I'm fucking nuts in there, <laughs> but like because I need to to like like Mick Foley's there. Mick Foley was nuts. He used to listen to Tori Amos before he went to the ring because he needed the serenity of balance before he just tore his body apart. Shaft Sim was Shaft somewhere, man. He needs if you don't balance Shaft, you have a very mad Shaft everywhere. (laughs) He's a he's a is is a Pacific Northwest or West Coast guy, right? I think he's not he wrestles uh for Defy a lot. Um and the in the northwest and the Pacific Northwest, but he is from um Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. I thought he trained with Brody King for some reason. He might have. He might have been out there originally. I should know. Take that back. I think he I think he was stationed out there. Okay. He trained out there after he stayed out there after after military. But now he's he's um he's a mid-Atlantic guy yeah. down there. Yeah. So uh nice. central states. If you for you territory nerds. <laughs> He's a central states guy, not, not middle Atlantic, more of a central states guy. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, all right. So that, well, yeah. I, I want to put over, I, want, I just want to put over the uh, the kids at Black and Brave. These are, remember, these are students of Seth Rollins and Merrick Brave. Also, yeah. they get they get touches of uh, training from Crotch and Shane Hollister, who also trained at the school too at Black yeah. and Brave. Uh, you want to talk anybody train right? It's anybody coming out of Black and Brave. Just to know that if you're looking for a training school, go to Black and Brave. That's where you you're getting known. And I got specific instructions from their trainers that says if they ever get out of line or give you any trouble, want a phone call immediately. And I guess they're going to put them through some shit when they get back to the school. So <laughs> the, the kids don't get out of line. <laughs> I will say that they stay in line when they have to, I, which I appreciate and I love that uh, it's a school that's built on respect. So. 
yeah, guy, if you need. I mean, their their fingerprint is all over the Midwest. So absolutely, it, as it should be. There, I've never. It, it's a school that does it right, and that uh, that's how it works. You know. So if you're looking for a school, anybody looking for a school, or want to refer anybody to a school, it's a good one to go to. Yeah, like I said, um, let's so talk about football earlier. They've got this kid Russell Adair out of uh, Bracken Brave. Uh, and yeah, my buddy Joe and uh, Mar- oh, Marman, you know, they can't take. I mean, yeah, like you said, first guy there, last guy to leave. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, what you well, want, man. Yeah, believe well, me, promotions notice that stuff. Yeah, if you, if you are that guy, I, the Marman, I got a sidebar of this when I saw him with you at at uh, at ICW, right? It, oh my god, that that dude, he's 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 the he's the latest Rick Rude. I I've never seen a a, a more modern day Rick Rude just swarmy yeah. and just sleazy and just angered everybody in that crowd. <laughs> I yeah. said, this guy's great. He's got everybody pissed off so bad. It was so good. Yeah. I, I want to see more of the Marm man. I need yeah, I to see mean, more of the Marm. I mean he's been I mean he's been with ICW since the beginning. I mean he's been at this 15, 16 years I and mean, it wouldn't look like it. I mean the guy hasn't had a carb in 10 years. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he looks definitely uh the six they got the eight the eight pack abs even, you know. It's yeah. it's uh he, he looks great. He looks great. Yeah. Well uh we'll talk about that a little bit more off our air. Let me add that to for my sure. So but uh what else we got about this card though, Trent? We got the tag title. So as we know, the tag titles were in flux a little bit because of uh ACH just uh decided to retire while he was champion. So uh you know, personal reasons. Left right. the business, so uh, it left Ja without a partner, and um, we we're a little stuck to get something going with there. We figured it out, so what we're doing is Ja is, has selected Calvin Tankman to take uh, ACH's spot in the tags, and they are going to give a rematch to the former champions, Hammerstone and Ace Perry. So people who loved Hammer and Ace, that tag team is back, yeah, and uh, and they are taking on Tankman and Ja. So Tankman's another guy who has a who has a cult following. He's still very young, very early in his career. Yeah. But people who love Tankman really love Tankman. Yeah. Um, to see now, as far as what we do, I know this is the question a lot of people ask me. Does that mean he's champion? How does that work? I have to the the championship committee will be sitting down talking about this, but I don't know how we officially uh, figure it out. If they do retain, how that works, we have to talk about it because if that's the case. Then uh, Dante Leon's been a tag team champion, oh. you know. So, <laughs> there's a lot of footnotes that are going to come up on the uh, the old title history if that's if we decide to grant this. So, uh, yeah, we're we're to figure it out. Yeah, hashtag Dante Leon, former AAW tag champ. So. I stand by it, man. I stand by it that the kid did two defenses. He he deserves it on his record, but they won't. They, cage match did not granted. Uh, until we until the official word comes down, it's not granted. So. Yeah, we just got we just got to talk Jimmy E and you know making the announcement, making. Yeah. It announcement. <laughs> so. I I will uh I will I I have to have this talk. I really this I'm like serious about it. I really want to have this conversation. That how how do we determine this? Because if you are representing, or you know you do something where like if that's if this ever happens again, you have to essentially hold the title up. You know, and then the match determines it. I don't know. It's a tough spot to be in. And every promoter listening to this, I'm sure, has been in this spot at some point in their life, and uh, and knows what I'm talking about. So yeah, I was very um, when they when uh Jai picked uh, Tankman, I was pretty intrigued. I'm like, I'm like looking at this matchup. I'm like, you got the two big hosses in Hammerstone. 
And then, I mean, Chow's not a high flyer, but I mean, he's definitely a technical more. And then obviously got Ace Perry. So very yeah. interesting, intriguing matchup. Um, you, you know what I call Jaw? Not a high flyer. He's a he's flexible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like th- there's a term that's not used a lot, but like he's not a high flyer, but he's a flexible guy. He he can he can move around, you know, in weird angles. <laughs> that's how I look at him. He's very uh he's very very flexible. And that's that's what I I'm like, that's interesting to see him move around there too. Yeah, Plus, we, talk yeah, some we shit him down in uh St. Louis um at the end of October. Um, oh, okay. And the wife was super happy with Jossie. So if, if the what if you impress the wife, then you know you got something going on. So she's got good taste in wrestlers. So absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's all that's been announced so far. That's it. Yeah. So we that's uh that's seven. That's seven total. You have more coming. So stay tuned this week. There's gonna be the week of stuff. You know, obviously it's a holiday week. Uh, so we'll get everything to you guys at least before you lead into the holiday, so you know what to expect on Friday. Right, yeah, close to I mean, obviously you got Manser. Um, Gary J might show up. I hear, I saw on the list here, so I love Gary J. So yeah, I, and that, I'm sorry, I had to lead into the Manser. So Mans that we talked about earlier, Mans is coming back at the Windy City Classic. Who he's fighting, we'll find out. Uh, you know, you have other people, you have other names that that float around the company. As you know, we just have to either either there's a match decided that day, or there's something to announce beforehand. But just stay tuned. But there's your cell. There's your um. There's your baseline to go off of of what what to expect, and then there's still room for a lot more to happen. So I I, I encourage everybody to go to awpro uh, or just awpro on Twitter to get the link and pick up a ticket. Join us on this or on highspots.tv. You can see the whole thing stream live. Yeah, and I'll put the links for uh, high spots and uh, the ticket leap um, on the the show notes for this. So yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. Trent, thank you so much. I know it's a, it's a Sunday morning. Um, I appreciate your time and everything. But uh, before we uh, pull the train to the stations, or anything else you want to tell the high flyers and high fivers you got going on? No, listen, I love it. I love. Uh, thank you for always for having me on, man. It's it's always great to 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 sit down and talk with you and, and about the show. But no, I, I love all that. We have a lot of people from uh, the Milwaukee area who come down to the shows, and I'm always very appreciative because I personally love Milwaukee. It's it's neighbor city to us. We're we're two major cities and. Yeah. Uh, right next door to each other, basically. So I, I love the fact that we have a touch in Milwaukee. I want to do more. I want to do some partner stuff. I'm I'm very ambitious. I love the town. Like yeah. I am, I grew up going to Milwaukee a lot as a kid. So to me, it's always special. And uh, and if AAW can branch into there more, or, or just me personally, if we can do something to to bring more wrestling between the two and, and bridge that, I'd love to. So uh, uh big shout to the, all the Milwaukee fans and the Wisconsin folks because I really love uh. Love seeing you guys at the show, man. It's always fun to have you guys come down. Yeah, there's a good, I mean, yeah, there's usually a pretty decent present, at least 10, 15 of us, um, you know, that make it, well, not yeah. us, but I mean, you know, people I know, unfortunately, I won't be at the show, but yeah, which I mean, yeah, there's a lot of AEW love up here, so we'll, uh, yeah. we'll make figure something out, you know. And, and you guys got a lot, too. I love, you know, I love, my, my favorite thing about the Milwaukee scene is like, it, you guys have such a local support scene up there. That's a, it's a couple, there's a, like a handful of like consistent, local independent promotions that run up there and but people just love them so much and you guys all support the shit out of them and like i said the be- the one most wonderful thing when you and i went to icw just seeing how the crowd was just so into everybody yeah and i didn't see a phone in sight i like you know recording the show they uh, tweeting people were like let me just soak the show in yeah and it it was awesome it was awesome I, I was like, God, this is such a, it showed me that Milwaukee is such a pure 
wrestling town to this day. Yeah. You know, like to this day, it's always has been historic. You go back to the 40s and 50s, it was always a wrestling town. And yeah. to this day, it still has that pure, like, this is our home. These are our guys, and we're going to support the hell out of them. I yeah, love it. And, you know, a lot of that, I mean, with, with ICW in particular, is dysfunction, the promoter. I mean, the guy, I mean, the guy's a legend. Um, you know, and people are very, very low. I mean, he takes very good care of me. He takes care, very good care of everyone. That's awesome. Um, I think I, I don't know if I told you this story, but my first ICW show was with Cole Cabana. It was April, 2018. Mm-hmm. I moved back to Idaho for the summer. My second one was in December. Um, and then by the third one, Disarray knew who my name was. I was just some random guy to show. That's great. I walked in the third time. I was like, Hey Tom, I'm like, how the fuck? Do I mean, you know, <laughs> makes you feel good. You know, Yeah, makes you feel good that people care. Like. Somebody appreciates what I, you know, my, my business. I mean, how, how do you, you know, you got to love that. I remember one time I was, I was watching him at a show, like we were, just, everyone's filing in and everyone walked in. It's like, okay, you're sitting over there. You, mm-hmm. I mean, whoever was and whoever, where everyone was sitting, you know? So, I mean, he takes it very seriously and yeah, he's, he's definitely got a very loyal fan base. We're, we're very vocal over there. So that's what I say, man. I, I look at it like if you are a promoter, just make your, make your folks feel special because they, they're there for you. And it, and, believe me when when you make a when you make a fan who's spending their money feel special i mean there you got them for life yeah. i do i remember when i um when i went to uh i went to a tna show years ago i went to one you know, i went to several by the second one again jeff jarrett remembered me and he he wow. second or third one here third one remembered me and he remember meeting me at some other one and he, he he individualized the experience for me, and dude, I was, I mean, a hook line and sing, and he like I said, he rem- he remembered th- like tidbits, anecdotes, you know, about the conversation. How do you not got me to this day? I watch Impact every week, you know. To this day, he's not even there anymore, you know. But like, he got me for life because I, I yeah. felt I felt appreciated as a fan. It doesn't take much for a customer to feel appreciated, you yeah. know. Just just make them feel good about spending their money with you. That's all. And then 2,700 years later, you're helping them book in Cicero, so. Yeah, that was great. That was a great experience. Seeing Matt, you know, having our title on their show was awesome. And, you know, we got, we got a lot, a lot of links between us and Impact Wrestling, which is, which I'm, I'm very proud of that we, that we have a lot of history between the company, a lot of the guys and whatnot. There's a lot of crossover. So hope to do more with them. That'd be fun. Uh, hopefully next year we got more coming up with them. So yeah, looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, Trent, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'll put the links for the tickets. Um, AEW to follow on Twitter. Um, the whole kit and caboodle on the show. But yeah, I appreciate this. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, I'll be there in spirit on Thursday or on Friday, but you know, you know, I'll be there thinking about you guys. So absolutely, man. We appreciate all your love and support all the time, dude. All right. So, dude, I'll talk to you later. You got it. talk to you later.